Hello, everyone. Welcome to Sundays with Saima. This podcast is made for aspiring otolaryngologists to learn from trainees and attendings in the field. I'm your host, Saima Wase, fourth year medical student at Northeast Ohio Medical University. Today, I have the pleasure of speaking with our future co-host, Grace Shadid. She is currently a rising second year medical student at SUNY Downstate College of Medicine. She completed her undergraduate degree with a bachelor's in economics at Bernard College at Columbia University, followed by a master's in human nutrition science at Columbia University. Grace, thank you so much for joining me today. I'm excited to have you here and have this discussion. Thank you so much for having me, Saima. I'm excited to be here and excited to be joining you as a co-host. Of course. So tell me a little bit about what brought you to medicine and about your background. Mm-hmm. Sure. So um, I've actually been interested in pursuing a career in medicine since I was a kid, um, though I've taken a little bit of a different route than I think many students. Um, mm-hmm. When I went to college, I knew that I was pre-med, but I also had this interest in sort of studying something during college that maybe was a little bit related to medicine, but wasn't directly a science field. Um, so that led me to study economics at Barnard. Um, so I sort of was balancing my economic studies with pre-med, but I didn't really have the opportunity to take a lot of upper level science courses. And that was something that I wanted to do to sort of boost my confidence before starting medical school. Um, So I started looking at master's programs and different programs to sort of let me take those upper level classes. And I came across the Institute of Human Nutrition at Columbia University, which I thought was a really incredible program because It focused on science, but it also sort of gave us perspective on nutrition and how how to integrate nutrition um, into medicine, which is something that isn't always easy to do uh, when you have such a crammed medical school schedule. So I think having that prior to medical school was really interesting and sort of set me up for uh, where I am now in my career. Sure. And I think that that kind of a background will inform a lot of the ways that you practice in the future, too. So it's great to have those different um, backgrounds in order to diversify the way you treat and approach your patients. And as a whole, it's it's what you're aiming for. Mm -hmm. So, yeah. So how has medical school been so far and how did you get interested in otolaryngology so early as a rising second year? Yeah. So, so far, so good. (laughs) Um, It's been, it's been a journey. Definitely. Um, You know, I've been, this is something that's been a focus of mine, basically my entire life, like a goal of, you know, finally getting to medical school. And so being here has been a really incredible experience. Definitely not always easy. Um, There's been a lot of growing and just sort of like adapting to the pace of medical school and everything. Um, But at this point we are almost done with our first year. Um, And so I finally feel like I kind of have my feet on the ground. I know what to expect. And I'm sort of able to take everything in stride, which is a good feeling. (laughs) Uh, Didn't necessarily feel that way in unit one. Um, (laughs) But in terms of how otolaryngology came into play, we had our head and neck unit um, basically over the winter. And I I hadn't really known a lot about otolaryngology prior to that block. Um, But it was interesting because I've really loved everything that we've learned, but 
as unit three was coming to an end, I couldn't stop like wanting to learn about the information. And I just, over the weekend after our exams, like I was on the phone with my mom talking about head and neck anatomy and like still talking about the essay questions that we had on our exams. (laughs) And I kind of just like couldn't stop. And even at the beginning of our next unit, like I couldn't switch my unit three brain off. And I just kind of kept looking at like, what are career paths that you can do with head and neck anatomy and I came across otolaryngology. And so since then, I've just kind of been allowing myself to explore, trying to have conversations with people in the field, talking with, you know, third and fourth year students at Downstate about their experience. Um, so it's just kind of been I, I something that I didn't necessarily expect, but something that I can't necessarily let go of either. <laughs> so I'm sort of leaning into it and really exploring all that I can and trying to see maybe where I can play into this field. And um mm-hmm what my what my role could be in it. Well, that's wonderful. And I think that from what I've heard on this podcast so far, as an early medical student, the best thing you can do is just learn as much as you can. So I'm glad you're doing that. And, you know, like you, you said, your unit three head and neck is what stayed with you. So I'm really happy to hear that. Um, we have like great medical students like you who are getting interested in the field and, you know, getting uh, some experience in it as well. Mm-hmm. So that's great. And, you know, you have some work with underserved patients. I see that you received a New York Academy of Medicine, David E. Rogers Fellowship uh, Award for medical students to address the human needs of underserved patients. So tell us a little bit about how you've been working with underserved patients and how that plays into your career. Mm-hmm. Sure. So the interest was something that sort of arose actually from studying economics during my undergrad, um, something that I sort of kept thinking about was how does socioeconomic status play into like a patient's experience in the medical system? Um, And that's something that's sort of, especially in New York City, there's a lot of underserved patients that we see at our hospitals. So I had done an internship at Bellevue Hospital during my undergrad, um, working with patients in the emergency room and really seeing like how how the medical system also often becomes sort of like a safety net for patients whose needs and other aspects of society aren't necessarily being met. Um, and prior to starting at Downstate, I actually worked in the arthritis clinic at Downstate as a study coordinator. And a lot of the patients that we were working with in our studies were also facing other things outside of their health that were really negatively impacting their health. So things like housing insecurity, food insecurity, um, even just issues getting to and from the clinic, these were huge, huge barriers for our patients. And working in the arthritis clinic, a lot of them are, um, they have lupus or rheumatoid arthritis or other diseases that are made worse by stress. Mm -hmm. And so when you're trying to sort of control someone's disease, but there's all of these things that are increasing their stress levels, it's really hard to get them under control. So that's sort of where the interest came. Mm -hmm. Um, So last summer, we received a grant to sort of start a patient navigator program within the rheumatology clinic. And I've been working with that group since last summer, um, matching them with second year medical students to sort of help be a liaison to help them navigate the healthcare system um, and sort of bridge the communication gap Um, communicate with physicians when they aren't able to get prescriptions or if they can't make it to clinic. Um, Just all of the issues that sort of come up in a patient's life that makes it harder for them to manage their health. Um, So 
with my interest in nutrition, something that we've been thinking about is how many of our patients are actually struggling to pay for their food and how is this impacting their health? Um, so we sort of drafted over winter break, a proposal to just measure the level of food insecurity among the patients being seen in that clinic. Um, and the New York Academy of medicine had a grant for medical and dental students to do research that sort of looks at the needs of underserved patients. And so we applied to the grant and ended up receiving it. So this summer we're going to be implementing a food insecurity screening questionnaire in the clinic to sort of just measure the prevalence of food insecurity. And then hopefully in the future, we can sort of develop a next step uh, to better address those needs. That's incredible. I mean, that work is so critical to patient care, almost as critical as the appointment with the physician themselves, because without adequate nutrition, without adequate ability to get to your appointments and navigating the healthcare system, there is no healthcare. So mm -hmm. I really commend you for what you've done. And I look forward to seeing what you do next. I mean, it's really exciting. So you know, going back to otolaryngology, as you kind of navigate through medical school, what are you excited to learn more about via this podcast or via your rotations? Yeah, sure. So, you know, at this point, I really want to learn all that I can. I think one of the things that really interested me about otolaryngology is just how vast the field is and how many different career paths you can take. Um, one thing that I came into medical school really almost like having anxiety over was trying to decide between like the different kind of like divides in medicine. So like pediatrics versus adults, procedure-based specialty versus more of like a medical-based specialty. So I know that I'm only a first-year medical student and I haven't, I haven't been able to do my rotations. And I know that there's a lot that I'll be able to, to glean from that. Um, but one thing that I think is exciting about otolaryngology is that you sort of have the ability to, to be in a procedure-based specialty, but then also have that long-term follow-up with your patients in the clinic. Um, and you don't necessarily have to choose between treating patients and adults. So what I'm really hoping to gain from this podcast and what I hope to learn more about the field of otolaryngology is really just seeing and being inspired by the career paths of, of everybody that we have the opportunity to interview on this podcast and to learn about their experiences and learn about the really unique paths that they took and to hopefully at some point figure out what path I might be interested in taking um, and how I can maybe play a role in this field. That sounds great, Grace. I think that you're, you've got a good head on your shoulders and you're well on your way to finding where you fit into the field, if hopefully it is otolaryngology. Mm -hmm. um, so any final thoughts before we conclude today's episode? Um, I really just want to take an opportunity to, to first say thank you. Um, this podcast was something that, you know, when I first sort of tweeted about being interested in otolaryngology, this was one of the first things that somebody had, had recommended I listened to. And it was so exciting. You know, I mentioned that weekend after unit three, where I sort of couldn't stop learning about otolaryngology. And I basically binged listened to, to like half of your podcast that weekend. <laughs> um, so I did want to just sort of take a moment to say thank you for, um, for providing this resource to, to all of us. And I think for any first year or second year medical students out there who are just beginning this process, um, you know, we are so lucky to have people like you in this field who we can sort of turn to for advice and mentorship and um, 
I just, I, I, yeah, I just think it's really incredible what you've been able to build and I'm excited to see where you go in your career as well. Wow. Thank you so much. Well, the reason I started this was to give people like you and other medical students a chance to learn more, which is something that I didn't have. So I really am happy to hear that it made an impact and I hope that we can continue doing that. And you're now a part of it and I'm so excited to see where this goes. So I appreciate that. And thank you, Grace. And thank you everyone for taking a listen to the podcast this week. We heard from Grace Shadid about her interest in otolaryngology. Make sure to catch us next week on Sundays with Saima.